0: Dave Gettleman was just on with us and he described um, the 2020 New York Giants as he's sure they'll be the Fighting Joe Judges. Um, What do you think that means? Um, What would the Fighting Joe Judge team look like? And um, are you going to get t-shirts, maybe make some money on this by getting Fighting Joe Judge's t-shirts going? No, I'm more concerned they represent the area of New York and North Jersey a lot more than just Joe Judge. So. But we want to have a smart, tough, fundamentally sound football team working every day to put our you know, best foot forward and make improvement to build that. Uh, I'm pleased with the effort. I'm pleased with the urgency our guys come to work with every day. But it's important to me that when people watch our team in this area, they're proud of the product they see. Is, is, um, what does it uh, uh, say to you, though, that the general manager has confidence to say that he believes your team is going to reflect what you're about? Well, look, I think we're all on the same page as an organization. Like I said before, we've had great synergy through all the, con- through all the uh, conversations, starting in the offseason, free agency, the draft, leading up now through training camp. You know, I think it's important we're all on the same page with how we see this team going forward and what it's going to take to get us to where this long-term vision really is. But I appreciate the confidence in it, um, but I'm going to come to work the same way either way. Thanks. Thank you. Zach? That- Hey, Joe, um, I know you guys uh, signed uh, John Jalapio back today. I was curious uh, what the thought process was there and, and if that says anything about how you're feeling about the, the way the centers have been playing uh, lately. Absolutely not. It's just an opportunity for us to add another good player to the roster, Gives some depth and versatility inside. John's guy can play center, but he can play guard as well. So, again, it's about position flex inside. You can only keep so many guys on the roster. The more players you keep inside, you can play multiple positions. You know, that gives you strength as a team right there. So, no, that's no indication of anything we feel about current players on our roster. Uh, I have a lot of confidence All right, in Nick and Spencer and Tyler. They've done a really good job. You know, Shane's coming along. We're working on developing him in time. He's been playing a lot more guard due to our current situation, but he's working as a center as well. So, we're developing all of our guys as much as we can in multiple positions. What What have you liked that you've seen out of Tyler? He, he's, he came in uh, – he played tackle in college. I know. Like, what have you liked about him, his ability to move over to center the way he has? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing right now is, is the way he's mentally handled. it. You know, he, he's been able to make the calls inside, have good command for a young guy. That's not always the easiest thing. Uh, he's really excelled in kind of some of the zone run schemes uh, for us early on. He's shown his ability to match up against some size guys inside and play above what his size is. So he's done a good job progressing on a daily basis. Uh, he, he's fun having a meeting room, too. So he's a good guy to have around. You pushed practice back a few minutes. Last time you guys moved practice back, there was a bigger reason. So I'm just curious if there's anything going on or it's just a minor. Yeah, I got long winded in my squad meet today. So I pushed everything back. So it's all me, guys. Sorry about that. No, no, fair enough. Just have to check. And then um, as far as tomorrow's scrimmage, how is that going to be structured? Is it going to be treated like the fourth preseason game where you're kind of leaning more towards younger guys or guys on the roster bubble? Are you going to play the top the guys, so to speak, as much as you have in the first two? You know, this is going to be set up a lot more like a situational practice for us tomorrow, Dan, and we've kind of made that decision based on where we've gone as a team. We've got a lot of good work in. We still want to put them out there in the stadium tomorrow and get used to the atmosphere the surroundings so we can work as coaches, and we can work with the team in terms of substitution, breaks in the action, still building that game flow that we can create. But the majority of what it's going to be tomorrow is some just you know, simulated situations with the games, some move the field periods we put the ball down let them play. But we're going to limit some of the action exposure we give some of these guys tomorrow just based on workloads they've already had. I guess I'll be the guy to go there. Yesterday, uh, we got to see the video of your uh, taking part in the ball security drills. I'm just curious, not even the reaction from the outside, but the reaction from your players. I mean, notice the reaction in their faces in that moment when you get up after securing the football? And what does that mean to you? What does that tell you as a coach about your team? If it means I still got it in ball security, so I'm not going to let that thing slip away. But Uh, You know, we have a lot of fun as a team. We really do. It's a great group of guys. You know, look, we wake up every morning as coaches. We're going to work them hard and we're going to work them long, but we're going to make it fun when we can. And we're going to make sure they just understand that as we're pushing them and we're demanding, there's a why to what we're doing. It's important they understand what that why is. These are intelligent young men that when you explain there's a purpose to it, they can not only do it with confidence, but they can make the right decisions in game action when something's different. But Look, it was just an opportunity for us to, you know, work on some fundamentals, have a little bit of fun together. And, uh, you know, look, this part of camp right here, you got to go ahead and change up a little bit. We've been staring at each other too long. And normally, a preseason games come up, you get a chance to hit somebody else. At this point, they all want to hit me. Then that's okay with me. Um, but, you know, we got to make sure we keep it light sometimes and, and take time to keep it in perspective. It, uh, did Dalvin Thompson have to run a penalty lapse for what he did with the hose? <laughs> no i was good he had good aim with it so you know that's a plus for him i'm curious you know the the fun part of this why is that important to you there, there certainly are coaches who want to be distant want to you know run their players as hard as they possibly can um and is it at all important to you that uh, that players like practicing under you or just more important that they do what they're told and and get the results that you want i think it's important the people we bring in this program love football And when you love football, you'll do whatever's important to be successful in it. And that's the most important thing with it right there. You know, look, we're going to always push our guys, and we're not going to accept anything less than their best. That's just the way it's going to be. Now, along with that, you know, there has to be a personal connection. You know, we've all played at some point in our careers. You play a lot harder for someone when you understand that they're a person themselves, they have a life outside the building like you do, and that they actually care about you. And I think that's important to keep in perspective. Look, this isn't an easy time of year for players or coaches. you got a lot of guys right now that are looking around the room, they're looking around the league, they're wondering where they're at. They know this is a time where there's going to be a lot of roster moves. As coaches, we invest personally in every player we coach. You know, everybody on my staff, I made sure that I brought in the right kind of guys, that this is not going to be a staff who's pointing figures and saying it's the player's fault. Okay, We're not going to go ahead and have a group of guys who don't care about the players. That's not the culture we're building here. So this time of year is very tough on coaches and players because there's a stress level with the season coming up. There's a stress, stress level with making the right decisions for the personnel on the team. And you also feel the stress the players are feeling themselves. You want to make sure you can find a way to keep it in perspective, to let them understand that we're in the business of keeping as many good players around this program as possible in whatever ways we can create. So, look, we're looking to go ahead and develop these guys. We wish them all the best of luck. We want to keep all the New York Giants for as long as we can and, you know, build this program with as much depth and high-quality people as we can. Curious, how do you feel about your offensive line that you've, you've been able to see, what you know, what you have there for at least on the field for the last couple of weeks and how close are you to having the five guys set as the starters for week one? Well, again, everything in our program, I, I wouldn't say anything's ever in concrete, Jordan. You know, we're very clear with our players. It's a production business. It's week by week. It's whoever's playing the best at that time, whoever gives us the best chance a game plan match against an opponent that's what we're going to play so to so look at it just in terms of any position group to saying that we're set at that position group you know we don't want to get comfortable so we want to make sure that guys understand that no matter where they're at in the roster they have to come and work every single day and be their best on the field now that being said Jordan I love the way these guys work you know the offensive line on any team is always a group of guys that's fun to watch they hang together they move together you know they're definitely the tightest click out of any position group it doesn't matter where you go these guys are always, you know, blue-collar guys. They're tough dudes. You know, they have to be unselfish by nature of the position they play. You know, I think working with Ben and Mark, it shows, you know, just the heartbeat of that room of how they play for each other, how they play with toughness. They play relentless. And I'm very pleased at what's coming out of that room right now. Curiosity, I, I know New England runs that, the you know, the, the sliding water slip and slide drill. Is that Did Bill Belichick ever do that? Did you ever see him do that? No, but he didn't have near the ball security technique I do, so I wouldn't put it on camera either. <laughs> no i was you know what actually that was something yesterday pat graham kind of grabbed me in practice and we were kind of talking he said you know, he said hey what do you think about doing the uh, fumble recovery drill and we've been talking about some opportunities to do you know the turnover drills we had a rain day the other day and then you know sure enough the sun comes out and dries up all the rain and we'll get a chance to do it as a whole team but we took the opportunity yesterday you know with the tempo of practice what it was we thought it was a good way to end practice and kind of get these guys rolling a little bit all right, last question here, Ed. And... Hey, Joe, just glad you're not on the injury report today after, after that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> question for you is- hey, Do you, you say I'm not a good athlete? Uh, I didn't say that. You're a better one than I am. <laughs> <laughs> question for you is actually about the practice squad. You've talked a little bit about building that before. Dave was talking about how important it is. When you look at constructing a practice squad, do you have to look at covering as many positions as possible versus you know, just taking the best 16 guys, or how do you balance that? You know what, that's a good question, and there's definitely a mix of, of both those avenues right there. I think ultimately you want to keep the 16 best players that can help develop and grow within your program. At the same time for the season we're about to go through, there are considerations you have to have based on your own team's depth as well as necessary positions that you may want to provide some insurance with you know, going through the season. I think we're all very aware of, you know, the sudden change you can have at any position group or a team, you know, based on, you know, some kind of testing or protocol that, you know, may get flagged. So we've got to be ready as an organization to always be prepared and have guys ready to play in the game. So we're talking about that right now, Ed. It's going to have to be a longer conversation that we've already started between where do we, you know, balance out keeping the 16 best and which positions do we absolutely want to ensure that we have. So that both parts of conversation, that's a little bit of a kind of gray area answer for you, but both are true at the same time for us.